But America is dying. Everyone likes to talk about how America is divided. But I want to talk about what we have in common. How we're alike. What we agree on. Now is not the time to give up. Now's the time to stand tall and stand strong. We are not defeated. We are Americans. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Around the Campfire with Kate, where we believe in God, family, and country, where we believe that our Constitution is the law of the land. Tonight, I have two special guests, Jeremy Hansen, the host of Unleash Jeremy Hansen, is in the campfire tonight, and Jeremy has an apolitical podcast for many years, outdoing CNN by telling the truth in politics, which is a rare breed indeed. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Yeah, You know, I've seen better days, but I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> awesome. And we have BZ sharing the warmth around the campfire tonight, the host of BZ's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show on SHR Media Network. BZ's a retired law enforcement sergeant with 41 years of service, and he's worked with the FBI and U.S. Marshals. So he knows stuff and things. Welcome, BZ. Welcome. People say that because of my avoir du poids, I put out my own BTUs, so to speak. So that fire's kind of warm right now for me. <laughs> it is. It's pretty warm tonight. Tonight, I want to discuss uh, some of the topics play, plaguing our nation, and I want to get your opinions on them. First, I want to begin with the false hope and disinformation that there's that's out there that people want to believe and do believe that somehow Biden is not really the president, that the inauguration was pre-recorded, and that Trump will be re-inaugurated on the the Mar the fourth of March. What do you guys think? Go ahead, BZ. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We just got through having a show about That's a great way to start the show, yeah. About that for an hour. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, Deep let's subject. see. I, I guess I could start by saying something similar to Q. Uh, I think that's the letter after P, isn't it? That's the only thing that, that's of any significance to me about the letter Q. Uh, I, uh, all right. I sent this to you guys earlier because I came across this and maybe some of the, some of the people that are listening right now came across this too. Um, here's a picture of a couple of singers, three singers. And it says, I'm not going to name the, the name of the guy that threw this out there, but this is in social media. <clears throat> it says, Biden is not the president. Fake inauguration. Under that, under the picture, it says, the military is in control. Inauguration was pre-recorded. Trump to be sworn in March 4th. <laughs> Where's his proof? Uh, Where's his that proof? That's kind of tough to deal with. Let's talk about the reality of that just for a second. Uh, the inauguration was pre-recorded. Okay, so when did all those tables and chairs and flags get set up on the mall and a lot of people come down and stand on, on the parapet of the Capitol? On what day was that pre-recorded? I'm just curious about that because I think we probably would have heard or seen something about that in the media. I could be way wrong about that. But this is the stuff that keeps going. It's morons putting crap like this out that sink conservatives. And people listen to it. Oh. Yep. That's their that's their hope. What do you think, Jeremy? I think uh, this false hope is like telling somebody that has cancer to drink water and it'll go away. Um, because this, this this disinformation and this propaganda, it literally is a cancer on the minds. And anytime you give somebody false hope, is it's a bad thing. It's like, you know, here's the medicine right over here. Here's what you need to take. You're curable. Go take it. And they're like, no, 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 no. I don't have to. Somebody else is going to take care of it for me. I only got to drink the Kool-Aid. That's all I got to do. And 
I, I'm sick of it. I, you know, I've, for a long time, I've kind of sat back and not said anything because I didn't want to ruffle feathers. I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. But you know what? It is time for people's feelings to start getting hurt. If you believe in Q, you're, uh, I remember I got to keep it, keep it cleaner on this one. Uh, no, you don't. No, oh, you I, don't. Well, you're a nope. dumbass if you believe in Q anymore. Or if you believe this fantasy stuff about, you know, there's a military operation happening behind Biden and they're going around and they're arresting everybody and they're taking them down to Gitmo and they're uh, videotaping them, actually giving their confessions and then they're hanging them. You know, it's like the, the most unconstitutional, most fascistic thing you can imagine, but they think that that's good. I think some of these people need to have a, uh, a slap check, you know, slap themselves and make sure that a lobotomy. That's what they lobotomy. <laughs> My concern is just like on your show earlier, Jeremy, there was an individual who got his feathers ruffled because you were telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And he seemingly became angry. How many people, when they see the truth, are going to be angry? Are they going to act or are they going to react? And are they going to do something stupid? Well, I That's think my concern. these people do things that are stupid on a daily basis. Um, it, you know, if you're a real patriot, um, I'm going to tell you what it's not being. And that's not getting in a Facebook group and sitting there all day and talking about all the conspiracies and, you know, how donkeys are flying out of pigs' asses uh, all over the place. That's not being a patriot. A patriot is going down and finding out when your next committee meeting is for the county. A patriot is getting involved in the local schools. A patriot is putting your foot down and saying, you know what, this is nonsense and I'm not going to deal with it anymore. Not getting on Facebook. It's, oh, I'm really going to do something about it, you know, after our Facebook call. And I wake up in the morning and, you know, it's all bullshit. And at some point, people really got to get off their ass and start acting like a patriot. You know, have you ever have you ever noticed that these people, there can be a tsunami outside and the water's coming up in their door. And until the door actually reaches their feet, they will not get up off their sofa and they will not put their remote down. You know, I see that. I do. And that's really scary. With some uh, some really good adjectives right now. (laughs) i'm sure he is well biden has declared war on all trumpers on all trump supporters and claims that all trump supporters are domestic terrorists and now he's included antifa from what i understand he's turned his back on antifa and soon they're about to discover that their free ride is over they've outlived their usefulness Republicans have no interest in saving them, and Democrats will no longer protect them from Republicans. Hmm. They believe that they're ungovernable, but they just became expendable. And they're just now discovering this. We found that out in Portland last night when they rioted in Portland, they rioted in Seattle. What are your thoughts on that? BC, I want want to hear this. I really do. (laughs) Go on, BC. Newsflash. This just in from Sacramento. Funny that this should occur because I mentioned this on Twitter. um, and, And people keep telling me to get off Twitter. I get it. But I use Twitter because that's a source for my stories. Otherwise, I'd have to actually write something and, and, and try to keep all the stories someplace. So I don't, I don't give a crap about Twitter for making friends or followers or any of that bull. I use to promote my show. Now, that having been said, on Twitter, two days ago, I said, you know what is coming? Because, you know, all of us, the three of us, Kate, Jeremy, me, you know what we got? We have prescience, but there's something that a lot of other people don't have. And I was, I was prescient two days ago because I said, you know what's going to happen? You got these little lizards. You got these cute little lizards right here, and you pet them, and you stroke them, and then you feed them. You don't do anything. You don't put them in jail. You let them out. You feed them some more, and pretty soon they become dragons. And on that note, two days ago, I said, You know what's going to happen real soon? A lot sooner than the Democrats ever possibly envisioned is. Pretty soon AOC is going to be insufficiently left for the left. 
I said that of JFK. I said that of Obama. Biden doesn't even count. He's a, he's a zero. He doesn't even count. He is not factual. In Sacramento, yesterday, Antifa spoke on TV and said, we're really disappointed in AOC. She's not nearly left enough. Bing! Thank you very much. Who comprises Antifa are young war age male whites who are brimming with testosterone, are living in a fantasy land, and the fantasy land is enabled by dickweeds like Ted Wheeler and whoever the stupid individual is that's currently the mayor of Seattle and everybody else, ad nauseum. Only when you come to their door do these people begin to understand, well, do you think maybe these people are dangerous? Wow, didn't see that coming. Didn't see these shit sticks going to Portland and knocking out the windows of the Democrat building. Didn't see that coming. Oh, my God. That's, that's just how could they do this to the poor Democrats? I don't get it. And then Antifa doesn't exist until you look at all the windows. Then you look at the shots of the little circle and the A inside. Hello, Democrats. Hello. The logos like that, little A inside, that stands for something. Maybe it's Antifa. <laughs> it's coming for you. You thought it came for us, and you thought that I'll just use these people. These Antifa people, BLM people, they're really good people. I'll just use them. They're a great tool. When I'm done, I'll throw them away. No. No, you won't. Guess what? They're coming for you. They've been coming for you, and they don't care about Biden, and they don't care about Democrats. All they want to do is light shit on fire and blow shit up, because that's fun, because nobody's stopping them. Sometimes life really is that simple, Kate. Well, speaking <laughs> of simple, is life simple? Is truth, honesty, and doing the right thing simple? Jeremy, this one's yours. Oh, yeah, baby. I, I gotta. I, I'm gonna say a couple words here. In the words of Nadler, Antifa's just an idea. Uh, right. The words of the great host Beezy, these great tool dickweed media maggot shit sticks. <laughs> I told three months ago that their day was coming. I did. I said, Antifa BLM, hear me loudly. When you are done being the useful idiots of the Democrat Party, they're gonna come for you just like they have others. And they're so young, they don't know history, and they can't watch it. And now, you know, they get to participate in it. And that's the truth. All of us are, are going away. Why? Because Antifa's never been about the elites. They do the elites bidding, and that's all it is. Um, they have no real pleasure in doing this. That's why they had to get paid by George Soros. Um, that That's, you know, probably another piece of fake news, if you ask some people. I just get sick and tired of our government instilling this what is it this new age bullshit on us um they're going after antifa now they're gonna go out you watch if blm is next they're gonna say well it's never been about violence so they're gonna point to martin luther king jr who our government eviscerated if you remember when the blm movement was coming up oh he was a womanizer he believed in man and woman you know what i mean it's all gonna come around and this is one thing that i've learned in this business the pendulum always swings back mm-hmm Yep. That's going back to, is life simple, Jeremy? Is truth, honesty, and doing the right thing simple? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step on some people's toes here. Go for there, it. There is only one truth. There is, there's definitive truth, and then there's opinion and emotion. And you can say, well, in my life, this is the truth. No, it's not. Your life isn't any different than mine. There's just reality, and we all live there. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Some of us live there. <laughs> you know what I mean, and Americans, for some reason, you can take an American, you can put him in a spot with a bunch of good jobs, you can put him in an area with a good school, you can put him in a beautiful house, and all he has to talk about is the one time that his roof started leaking and water started pouring in. People make their own plan and they make things way more complicated than it should be. For Americans, it should be this keep it simple, stupid. 
be a patriot, love your family, enjoy and be active in your community. And it's that simple. If people were active in their communities, guess what? We wouldn't have these issues with these great tool dickweed media maggot shit sticks. I think you should tell us how you really feel. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe another day. <laughs> okay. See, that's the problem with us. Someday we'll come out of our shell and express our true feelings and, and opinions. <laughs> I can tell it is difficult for both of you. I've only gotten splinters riding the pine, I can tell you that. So um, <laughs> it hurts to sit in the background. Well, Biden's overturned the Paris Accord. And what does this mean for the American citizen? Are you asking us? Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Whoever wants to answer. Uh, well, the Paris sucks. I'll tell you that much. Is, yeah, it's the transfer of wealth. There is absolutely nothing in the Paris Accord. People say, well, we're the shining light. Well, guess what? We were the shining light anyways. When we left the Paris Accord, the whole time we were leading the world in lowering our emissions and having low emissions. And, you know, people never want to talk, especially these these super leftist assholes out there. They never want to talk about the fact that China gets away with all this because of loopholes put in the Paris Accord or that other people weren't paying their money into the Paris Accord. The Paris Accord, the Mexico City Agreement, all of that stuff is just a way to extract money out of America and put it in the hands of big corporations. And people will say, oh, no, 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 it's going to help these, you know, third world and I like to call them 11th world countries. Uh, no, it's not because the money goes there and then their corrupt governments, you know, gives a, a circle jerk with a bunch of corporations from America. And then they come there, install more factories and things like that. And then they hire slave labor to come over there, send the products back to the U.S. and say, have a nice day. OK, is that, that your opinion or is that truth? That is fact. OK, just checking. Yep. What do you think, BZ? <clears throat> Basically, the Paris Accord. Kyoto Protocols, but we're talking about the Paris Accord because that's what Biden wants to throw us in there, is a, a document or a series of documents all stapled together and aided and abetted by what I call GAUPs, guilty overeducated white people. The Paris Accord is a, it's a fraud and it's a farce. You, you don't have to commit to anything. I don't know if people know, knew that. During the Paris Accord, you didn't have to commit. The countries had to commit to nothing. They had to commit to no greenhouse gas reductions, nothing. So countries either pledged to do what they were already doing. <gasps> That's amazing. Or they pledged to do less. Uh, China said the the plan was to... Let me see if I can remember the exact verbiage. I think China, China said that they plan to reach peak emissions by around 2030. Okay. As thinking adults, let's examine that sentence. They plan to reach peak emission, uh, emissions by around 2030. Oh, that means literally in the real world, they're going to continue to pump out as much crap as they want to. And it might peak at around 2030. It might not. But until then, they're still good. They're not going to abide by what any other country is. What that means is that China plan to increase their admissions for at least the next 10 years. India. Oh, funny that I should mention India made no pledge whatsoever to limit their emissions at all. But you didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about China. You know, you know, funny story, BZ. I heard that they actually did do something. Uh, they said that they were going to eliminate the Weigers uh, because of their flatulence. <laughs> here, here was their pledge because I looked it up. India said that they pledged to be more efficient. So if you examine that sentence, their pledge was only to slow down a little bit. But they didn't say when and they didn't say by how much. Pakistan's pledge was absolutely gloriously nebulous their pledge was to well you know <clears throat> we'll reach a peak at some point after which we think we'll start to maybe kind of sort of reduce emissions yeah so that's an agreement 
here, here's what the agreement was. It was an agreement to assemble a bunch of stuff and put it into a collection and tie it with some twine uh, and call it the Paris Accords. Uh, but, but who? It doesn't touch who the greatest emitters are to nations. They didn't commit to crap. Let's see, that would be China and India. Even if the U.S. were to reduce everything here in the United States, and of course, the onus will be on us. You must realize that, American taxpayer. The onus will be on us to spend billions and then move it up to the T word, trillions of dollars, which will thusly hurt only us, eliminate businesses, bankrupt people, mandatory tax increases and of course you know who needs it's like it's like who needs farmers i can get all i want in the store it's like who needs who needs a budget i can just set those printing presses a buzzing all the time all those other countries except the u.s they essentially committed they're compelled to do nothing it's a piece of paper it is a phony do nothing, emo treaty for the naive and gullible. Uh, have I summed that up appropriately? I, I think so. I, I'd I like think to so. something in there, Kate, if that's okay. Go for it. Uh, China actually took on the responsibility of disposing of waste, of garbage for a lot of countries, and uh, they're getting paid. And America's one of them. We send, you know, these oh, containers true. full of garbage. and. True. Uh, now, you know, the islands are starting to get all this garbage coming up, floating in the ocean. And what they found was that China was just getting those barges and dumping it back into the ocean. And guess what? There's no regulatory body to enforce any of this. So they didn't even get a fine. They were just dumping containers full of garbage into the ocean. Yeah, and taking our cash. Yep. Wow. And if we Ooh. did something like that, they would call that fraud, toss us in prison, and take our money. Yeah, it's racist. Only white racist people would do that. <laughs> oh, apparently, <laughs> apparently. Well, you know, you you mentioned you mentioned uh, India did not contribute anything, and I'm thinking, you know, AOC wants to uh, stop all of our cows from farting. Uh, so in India, do they not worship cows? And if so, I can understand why they do not want to contribute anything because they get rid of their idol. How would you ever get a Band-Aid that big? And wouldn't the cow object? You would think so. There'd be some mooing going on. I I would guess so. India, I leave out of that equation um, because India literally is a third world country. China's not developing. The only parts of China that are not developed are the ones that the government has chosen not to let develop. Um, And they get around all these UN rules and less is expected of them. Uh, Could you imagine... For a second, if we took one group of people in America and we started putting them in re-education or murder camps, there's lots of families with with Weigers that literally have they haven't heard from their family members and they probably never will because they're gone. I think it was right before Trump left. They said that they he was trying to sanction them or something uh, because. It, that should be a big deal around the world, but for some reason, it, it's like a church mouse talking. Boy, Jeremy, I, clearly, I, Kate, I have to I have to say, I don't understand why you had Jeremy on the show tonight. Jeremy, don't you understand that as long as people get their Nikes and their iPods and their iPhones, all is well, dude, calm down. It's only Uyghurs. <laughs> if, if a couple of hundreds of thousands people die for this, listen, Americans at least, leftists, have their technology and their great sneakers. Isn't that worth a little bit of sacrifice. Remember in the movie Magnum Force, where the priest, I think, talks to, to uh, Dirty Harry and he says, sacrifices have to be made, mister. God, Jeremy, we're going to have to send you in for regrooving, sir, because sacrifices have to be made. I know, and, and never at the expense of the rich people. Like, you know. No, come on. When Trump took over, and, and we were all told Nike had, what was it, $1.2 trillion in offshore accounts they've never paid taxes on. Donald Trump comes in and he says, 
yep, I'm bringing it all back. I'm bringing it all back. And they never forced Nike or Apple to bring a dime of it back. Doesn't that kind of show you where we're at today? Even though the president of the United States said, bring it back, the real powers, the real people that have, you know, some, uh, uh, what would you call it? But some moxie behind him, I guess, in the U.S. said, no, no, don't worry about it. Just send us some campaign contributions and we'll make that story go away. And it worked. Yes. Wow. To answer your question, BZ, I don't know why he's on the show. Um, I asked him. He said yes. And, you know, it was a weak moment I had. Right. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Ken. Can I break uh, in real quick? Yeah, I have right. some breaking news for you folks. I don't know if you saw the chat room. Breaking news. Articles of impeachment were just handed out to Joe Biden. Yes, I had heard that just before the show. Joe Joe Biden is, yep, yeah, he's being impeached through the House, Which and never the happen. Senate is is uh, impeaching um, Trump. Right, right. As the uh, yeah, as the paperwork is going to the Senate from the House on Trump, the House now is getting the paperwork to impeach Biden. Yeah, oh, so he has to get yeah. all of his stuff in and signed and everything before he is impeached. So Harris can take over. And if something goes bad, she can blame Biden. See, I, I honestly, um, I, I look at these people, all of them as evil, but I look at them with what firepower do they actually have? And I'll tell you, it scares me to death. The further we go down the chain, the worse it gets. Kamala Harris is really, really bad. But she's not as cunning and evil as Nancy Pelosi. Oh. Joe Biden is kind of a useful idiot. Even if he had the tools to come and destroy us, he wouldn't know how because he's gone. Um, so that kind of scares me a little bit. It scares me a lot. Um, I did a show where there was a good 20 minutes uh, in that show dedicated to Harris and the things that she did, knowing as the uh, attorney general of California knowing that individuals were innocent of crimes that they were charged with, she still won her cases and had them sent to prison, knowing that they were innocent. What kind of evil is that? Well, I I think she's the first attorney general ever to retroactively um, sit down with the group, make new laws, and then charge somebody. Um, The guys that actually videoed, uh, Planned Parenthood talking about how much they're selling baby body parts for and what cars they were going to buy with that money. Uh, they charged him with a felony. Now, nothing he did at that time was a felony. However, they sat down with the board of Planned Parenthood and they went through these rules and said, okay, we're going to change this and then retroactively charged him. And that's what's going to happen to us, folks. We have not committed a crime, but because we believed in Trump. That is going to be a crime. Wait, I do. I do feel good though because if they did have Biden step down, at least Beasy would be on our side, and you know he's kind of familiar with them. They're like neighbors, Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, hey, so buddies. what if they're on my Christmas card list? <laughs> <laughs> God, don't you guys have something better to talk about than that? We did till now. <laughs> Okay, okay, I how found about- out exactly what Angel is talking about. I'm looking at News 9 ABC. Representative Green files articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. A controversial Northwest Georgia congresswoman says she filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. U.S. Representative for Georgia's 14th, Marjorie Taylor Green, announced the news on Twitter uh, Thursday, Biden's first day in office. So there you go. It's true. Well, she said she was going to do it, and she held yep. true to her word. Yep. Well, Biden overturned the uh, immigration, and he's opened our borders. He wants to take down the wall that Trump had built. I see rampant crime, Americans losing jobs, increased welfare, rapes, murders, and all they're going to do is just to deport these people so they can come back and do it again. We're going to lose more of our constitutional rights. How do we stop this? Well, Number one, you have to realize you can't stop the hypocrisy. 
wasn't EO number one or, num- uh, or number two out of Biden, something similar to on all federal property, you're going to have to social distance and wear masks. And then there's yep. a photograph of the entire Biden team, the family on inauguration day, standing close together in front of the Lincoln Memorial. No masks, no social distancing. What that means is these rules are for us. But that's because them. COVID doesn't touch them. No, we are the little people. We are the subjects, the groundlings, the proles, the rabble, the unwashed, the serfs. That crap doesn't apply to us. Um, this is how I know the virus is a complete hoax. Joe Biden is yet to catch the virus, and he sniffs everyone. I'm done. <laughs> he is the oh. sniffler-in-chief. I could just so go on a tangent on that one. but Or sniffler and thief, whichever. Well, you guys will love this. This just came out today. Uh, DC's ban. They banned indoor dining. Uh, because COVID, because Wuhan 19. So the illustrious Mayor Muriel Bowser, she shut down indoor dining to combat the potential for that evil Wuhan 19 stuff today. Uh, Excuse me. Today she announced that at 5 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern time, she's going to allow restaurants to welcome diners inside. Imagine that. It's like this massive cloud of greatness and wonder just managed to to open up one day after Biden's inauguration. Huh. Imagine did you that. see the did you see the part today where um Anthony Fauci said that oh COVID nineteen patients are decreasing now? Oh no, yeah, yeah, that's exactly the first full day of the Biden and admin. Because I'm looking at the picture right now, and the quote, the exact quote is, you know, <laughs> looks like that virus, all those cases may be plateauing. So, did any of us say something similar to this will be happening once President Trump is removed, if he's removed? I think all three of us. And they're still going to mandate the vaccine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Even though we're told, let's see. The va- vaccine won't keep you from getting it. Uh, you it still have to it, social distance. How many, how many times have I said before the vaccine even came out that there will be neurological damage? And guess what? People are dying and people are suffering from neurological damage. And, well, and, you and know, people in Southern is, California. Uh, you know, when you talk about Republicans and Democrats, I think I'm the only a political person on here. I hate them both. Um, the tort bills are set up right now, so your job can force you to take this uh, neurological war machine, put it in your body. You might not be able to have kids if you're one of these 18, 19-year-old people that take this, uh, because that's that's where the statistics are going. And if that's the case, you have no ability to sue them whatsoever. None. Exactly. Exactly. So the Republicans can kiss my ass right along with the Democrats. And then when when it comes to what you were talking about with um, the illegal aliens coming in, this is the biggest game in town. This racism and illegal aliens are the, the two bars of power the Democrats always use and the Republicans frequently use. Here's the truth. Uh, a lot of these people are, they have families. And if you're willing to travel 50 1,500 miles with your children trying to stop your wife from getting raped just to get into this country that's full of racists and white people that hate you and, you know, these uh, domestic terrorists. I have to say you're quite a warrior. It's impressive for them. It's impressive. I, I guess I have a little bit different take on on these uh, illegal aliens than most. I think that if conservatives are ever going to win again, which I think is highly unlikely, you have to embrace the social structure and the the deep webs of what these people believe in. Most Americans don't understand that most of these people are Catholic. I don't think that they recognize that these people don't want to come here, most of them, by the way, most of them. They don't want to come here and commit crimes. They're not like Californians moving to Texas, okay? These people are looking for a new life, not to take their shit with them. And I think that 
although I am against illegal aliens coming into our country, we have to meet them where the fight is. And the fight is they're going to be here anyways, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. The only thing we can do is stop the way that they're trying to get them to vote. I agree. <gasps> I said that out loud. That's awesome. That's good. At least I didn't say you were r- 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 I will never admit that a man is right. Anyway, inflation is predicted before the stock market crashes. And then they're predicting a depression far worse than the 1920s because trillions of dollars in spending and borrowing and giving it away to other countries and little to no help for the American citizens. Well, now that you're you're in place, guess what they're doing? The Democrats are waiting until March before they instill any kind of COVID relief because they're in charge now. I heard that. Yeah. Well, and it's coming anyways. We're broke. America has been. Here's the thing. People always tell me they're like, aren't you scared of, you know, a global collapse? And I said, well, a global financial collapse. And they're like, yeah, it's it's so scary. And I'm like, what's scary about it? I wake up in the morning and my truck has been devalued just like everybody else is, that we plunge down so many percentage points. The, the only people losing money are the people in the big banks. And, you know, so I welcome it. You know, I know that sounds backwards and it sounds completely ridiculous. But if you start looking at it, the value of things has nothing to do um, with what the global markets are. The things still have value. They're, they're valued the same tomorrow as they are today. And if it's a global thing, that means that only the big bankers are losing money. Well, well, it would be nice yes. if our country could go back to the 1940s. Yeah. You have to ask yourself a couple of questions, and one of them will never be answered, at least in my lifetime. Is there any Golden Fort Knox? No. Just to ask that question makes you a heretic. Uh, Nixon really? in 1974. And I think that's about the last time that anybody was in there of any kind of a, a public venue. Here's the truth about the stock market. And the two of you guys, I know you know this already. But if you don't have a gold backing or some kind of a valuable metal backing, then all you have are two things, paper and faith. So the stock market is not entirely dissimilar to a religion in terms of you have to take it on faith. So a high stock market, a good stock market, isn't because there's necessarily massive prosperity. It's because at that time, the day, the opening, the closing, people felt good about the stock market. And when the people don't feel good about the stock market, then it goes ahead and tanks. The other corollary, is I wonder why China is trying to buy up all the gold that they possibly can in the world and silver and rare earth metals as well. Uh, I can't figure that one out. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) And that's not a conspiracy, by the way. That's honest, truthful facts. You can actually look it up. Sure, oh. that's that's very true. You guys want to know yeah. a little a little some some also about the stock market that just uh, you guys might have missed. Um, you know they they're trying to say that uh, uh, Biden's a saint and he's like bringing prosperity already because uh, the first day the stock market was like really high, um, and they want to give him like this this uh, sainthood because of it. Uh, what they fail to uh, point out is they're talking about the stock market because of the third quarter. Uh, that just passed, uh, and that's why it went high. And the reason why it was a little bit higher than normal and it peaked so high was because Netflix had record numbers in the third quarter, and they saved the stock market from tanking. And the reason they had record numbers, because they debuted the new season of Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid spinoff, and everybody went ape crazy getting Netflix because of that. So because of the Karate Kid, the stock market went up. Go figure. Hey, I, I got a question. Now that you brought up Netflix, do you mind if I ask Kate? I don't care. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I was kind of pissed 
at Donald Trump for the pardons that he did and didn't do. And uh, I just kind of thought I'd jump into the mix here. What do you what do you think about Joe Exotic? Do you think he deserved a pardon? No. Me or Kate? Oh. I say no also. How about you, BZ? Uh, he doesn't mean a, a puddle of spit to me one way or the other. It's a waste of time to pardon him. How about Snowden? Yes. I agree, yes. Now, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'd say yes, and I know exactly who you're going to go ahead. Ask who next. <laughs> How about Assange? Huh. <laughs> I think he's. he needs to be pardoned. He needs to come home. I say yes on Assange, and uh, I'm not too sure on Snowden. But on Assange, I thought they should have pardoned him, definitely. How about you, BZ? Jeremy. No, <laughs> I want to hear you. I want to hear what you think about Julian. <laughs> I, I think Julian, um, I would say hesitantly yes. Um, and, and the reason I say hesitantly yes is because of what he did with Chelsea Manning. Um, now, Chelsea Manning, if it was up to me, would have never got a pardon. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm struggling with the he, she thing. If it's he or she, it's, it's a girl now, right? Chelsea's. I think thing. so. Okay. I think that she should have been executed uh, for what she did endangering our troops. And you know what she did was give that information to WikiLeaks and WikiLeaks put that information out there. And it literally could have killed many, many, many of our troops. Now, there's a fine line there. Are you totally First Amendment? Well, I think that the military code of justice should have done a hell of a lot more than it did. And it was acting with WikiLeaks. That's a that's a bridge that I I think that I need to roll across a little bit more, if you know what I mean. I do. Let me ask you guys uh, a question. Since we first became aware of Assange and Snowden, from then until now, has your opinion of a pardon changed? Uh, no. Mm, no. Mine has. I was very adamant to hell with both of them. And then over a period of time, I have to be honest, I I have changed. As I've seen how things are going, my opinion as to whether or not they should have been pardoned has changed. It takes a lot of moxie to do what they've done. Yes. It, It does. And they have paid dearly. Yes, they have. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, why hasn't Devin Archer been indicted? Um, Why hasn't Hunter Biden been indicted? We're talking about pardons. And and literally what makes me mad is why don't we just pardon everybody? Because we see the elites getting away with anything they want to. What do you want to get away with? You want to get away with rape? We watch um, Joe Biden's niece get away with stealing $110,000 off of elderly credit cards. Um, if you're elitist and you know somebody in power, you can get away with anything. And I say justice and equality for everybody. Let's just pardon everybody. Well, they're just about to um, get away with even more because uh, Creepy Joe, Sniffy Joe, has already said that he is going to legalize pedophilia. Um, as a couple of states have already done that. Um, I also see him legalizing human trafficking by claiming that as long as a child or a person consents, doesn't matter how old the child is, as long as they consent, it is legal, rendering people like me the criminal. Because if I go after a child or an adult or a preteen or whatever who has been kidnapped by these traffickers and I rescue them, then I am the one who is charged with kidnapping and endangering a human life. And that's where I've been talking about this, where the black market has to have some gusto, if you know what I mean. It has to go back to being American. I'll I'll tell you a quick story. There was a guy from where I was from locally, and he was a pedophile. He had uh, done it to multiple kids, and you know what? He was also a heroin addict, and he did it to the wrong kid, and he overdosed. And I think when they found him, I think he had 43 needles sticking out of him. Because he overdosed on heroin, if you catch my drift. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he should have thought of that. That's right. Well, people like me will have no legal recourse to stop it. You know, what does legal mean anymore? I mean, literally, what does legal mean? The, the well, moral compass that it, guides us? Does that, that depends have on that? what side you're on. That depends on what side you're on. If you are on their side, there is nothing legal. Everything that they do is legal to them. If you're on our side, everything that we do to stop their illegality is illegal for us. Luckily, we I mean, have a guy in here that used to deal with that stuff. What do you think about that? I made this notation in chat today, and people were talking about uh, what, what's constitutional, what is unconstitutional. Uh, and what we're discovering is that what is constitutional, for example, the impeachment, the purpose of the founders um, – Article 2, Section 4, for impeachment, the point of that, there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. The letter of the law supports impeachment in office. The spirit of the law supports impeachment in office because the purpose of impeachment is to remove an individual from a position or an an appointment from which they currently hold. And we know now that there is going to be a concerted effort to impeach Trump post office. So because we all know, as I've said, 2021 is going to be the year of retribution, revenge and punishment on every level. That's going to go and occur because they can. Then that gets into BZ's criminal axiom, which I put into chat. The mindset of criminals is this, and now criminals are the Democrats or anybody else that happens to to think in this fashion in politics. And it's always been this way. The criminal's view is what's mine is mine and what is yours is mine unless you're strong enough to stop me. So basically uh, that, that again translates into something similar to what is rewarded gets repeated. That's true in D.C. That's true in Portland. That's true in Seattle. That's true in Sacramento. That's true all across the United Snakes of America. Until people put up, until such time as opposition occurs, constitutionality really, as we've seen clearly in front of our our little faces, is fairly immaterial at this point. Until someone actually stops it, it's going to continue. Now, what what stop actually ends up looking like, that's not for me to say. And at this point, I can't begin to conjure. But this is the nature of humanity. Humanity is such that if you don't stop me, I'm going to continue. You reward somebody for a particular behavior, that behavior is going to continue. 2020 was the year of no consequences. 2021, for us, is going to be the year of retribution, revenge, and punishment. So until such time as now we are a nation of laws, and so so it's said we are a nation of laws, and people are, are, are quick to say that they are for uh, law and order. But until such time as laws are actually enforced, it, it's, it's just it's, it's lip service. Nothing more than that. They're going to do what they're going to do until you stop them. And if you don't have the strength to stop them, and this is what really pisses me off about rhinos. They're more interested in appearance than actual accomplishment. I got to the point where I didn't give a crap what Trump said. I judged him by not by the cut of his, his cloth, but by what he actually got done. And he, a lot, he, well, he offended a lot of people. And a lot of people came to hate him and despise him because of how they perceived him. Plus, there, there are a host of other issues. 
that that come into play on that. Um, but on the other hand, he was the one who lowered unemployment for blacks, for Hispanics, who raised the skirts and the jeans of the American taxpayers and maybe put a little couple of cents or a couple of dollars back into their pockets. And then why? I, I asked uh, another guy a couple of days ago on my show last week, Lonnie Poindexter, who's going to be on my show tonight. I asked him then, and, and nobody had any answer. Why did it take OMB to say something similar to, hey, the tent is big. I want you all. Oh, by the way, that includes blacks and Hispanics and anybody else. Where's the Republican Party been on that? If you're a conservative, I don't give a crap what your paint job is. I just give a crap that you're conservative. Why did it take Trump to do that? Amen. There you go. Well, it's the top of the hour, BZ. I, I know that uh, you needed to leave at the top of the hour, but if you want to stay a couple more minutes, that's awesome too. But um, before we carry on, I want you to give some of your final thoughts and tell us where we can find you to listen to your show and who you are and what you're about. So if you if you have to leave, if you if you, you have to jet out, you at least have this information for, for my listeners. Well, I am busy. I am the Bloviating Zeppelin. You can find me at shrmedia.com. I have a two-hour show every Tuesday and Thursday night. It's a late-night conservatarian talk radio show. Um, I'm not a registered Republican. I am an independent. Uh, that happened to me about five, six, seven, eight years ago or so. I initially was a, a Democrat in, in my tepid and terrible ute. And uh, once I started paying taxes and once I watched what was stolen out of my paycheck, imagine that I rolled over and became a Republican way back when. So it's BZ's Berserk Bobcats on Radio Show every Tuesday and Thursday night right here live and direct on SHR Media. And I will be there tonight. I'm at 11 p.m. Eastern. And 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, let's see, and that's uh, 10 p.m. Central, and it's 1749.723, subparagraph 4, door 5, page 60 in Bolivian time, but I could never quite understand Bolivian time. Um, <laughs> Kate and Jeremy, thank you. I'm going to have to go to pick up my guest for my show, so thank you, Kate, for allowing me to pontificate and opine here tonight, madame. I appreciate you being on the show, and it was an honor. Thank you, ma'am. See you, Jerry. Jeremy. Right. Okay, getting on with the show. One of the questions I want to ask, if we could provide a universal language right now that could help us at a time when we are feeling like we do not understand each other and sometimes we do not even understand ourselves, what language would that be and what Cling could on. we say or do? Klingon. Klingon? <laughs> and you cannot say, talk. You know, I, if it's me, I think that we're moving forward too fast. Uh, I actually believe that we should go back to carnal knowledge of the institution of being human beings and how to fight, how to be men, how to be women, and get back to the basics of life. I, I literally think that that's going on. I, I think that if there was an EMP or a solar flare or something, and uh, it happened in America, it, it could be a good thing. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. What can we as a people do to unite as a nation to combat what is happening in our nation? I know that BZ says we need to stop them. But if we do not know how to stop them, how can we unite to learn how to stop them? Okay, so... That's kind of a double-edged sword question because we are at a point in America, there is no uniting with people that want to kill you. Correct. Uh, so so I, I believe that half the country can unite, the other half will unite. Um, until we start living bicameral and we, we come to some sort of salvation in the middle where we can all meet and agree, hey, we need to do this, which isn't anytime soon. I think that you need to find like-minded people and I think that you need to, you need to have an echo chamber right now and the people that do form have to be willing to stick their neck out for their neighbor, for, you know, this guy behind them. 
if we don't, they're just going to pick us off one by one. And I, I know this sounds like conspiracy, uh, but this is reality today. You go look at any major publication today, and they're talking about how they're going to come after Trump supporters. They're going to come after, you know, whoever. The list is long and distinguished. But those are not idle threats. Those are not empty, veiled threats. They're literally talking about coming and getting us. And the paradigm that we're living in is almost like World War II Nazi Germany. And and that's not over-exaggerating. That's the truth. We're living the playbook right now. We are. We are living the history of Nazi Germany right now. We are. People need to open their eyes and see what is going on. Learn your history because we are repeating it. We are. And I'll tell you what's dangerous, Kate, is if you ever go back and you watch World War II movies, you will watch a line of Jews get shot. And then they'll march another line in there and they'll just look down and they'll get shot. And they weren't drugging them. That's what hopelessness looks like. That's what um, turning into this zombie looks like. And you know what? It's scary that that's almost happening now. You know how they're they're making it normal to pick on people. They're making it normal to talk about how bad white people are. We're this is going to come to a head. And if we're not unified, this this should make people unify. If we're not unified, they're going to make videos about us, and they're going to show that fifty years from now. I agree, and I'm not discounting the fact that what many of us are feeling, because there's a lot of us that do feel hopeless and helpless. No. But you and I and BZ, we have a voice. And we need to help to keep one another lifted up in a time where over 75 million people are feeling the inner panic. They feel like they've been betrayed and they feel like they're helpless. We have the ability now to use our voices, even if they come and get us in 30 days or 60 days or a year or two years from now. We have a voice now, I think we do, and I think we need to use it to uplift people, but I also think that we need to slap people into a reality check. And tell the truth. And tell the truth. I had Absolutely. this conversation today with a bunch of people in the in a chat room, and they're like, we need war, we need war. And I, I said in there, I was like, what do you mean we need war? We, do you have any kids in the service? Are you guys in the service? You know, wives, husbands, anybody got anybody in the service? No. And I was like, well, what the hell are you talking about war for then? You don't know what it's like to have skin in the game until you get unified and you can feel the pain of your neighbor and your community, which you're supposed to do already, but we've, we've lost that in translation somewhere in America. You got to watch what you say and you only got to promote good stuff and real stuff. Let the people at the top deal with the bad stuff. That's what I think. I agree. Every day is a new day. Every day that we wake up, the sun, the sun still shines. Even if it's cloudy where you are, the sun is shining somewhere. The birds continue to sing. Eagles still soar on the winds. The fight isn't over. It's just beginning. Only it's a different type of fight. It's not a – I don't even know how to explain the type of fight that we're in. It's going to require that we resolve within ourselves that we need to have a legacy. It's time that we live that legacy now. If not for you, then for your family. If not for your family, then for those that have gone before us and those who will come after us. What do you think? I think you're exactly right. I think that it says it all. The struggle and, and, you know, the sacrifice that Americans have went through to create a more perfect union. I think that a more perfect union says everything that you need to know. And when something or somebody comes to destroy that more perfect union, you have to identify them as the enemy and you have to come up with a plan to stop them from hurting your more perfect union. I agree. And it's scary. People are scared. And we would be fools not to be scared. But we shouldn't succumb to the fear either. Well, courage is is only available when you have fear. If Uh there's not fear there, you can't have real courage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I fought in the military, and I was scared. I was trained, and I was scared. Every time I go out on a mission, 
to save a child or to save another human being that's been human trafficked. I'm terrified. My palms get sweaty. My brain thinks into my body. What if? What if I fail? What if I die? Right. What if? It's you you have to you have to resolve in your knowing. You have to know that you know and you're knowing that you are a legacy right now, not only to your family, but to the people who see you, who talk to you, your neighbor, the the person in Walmart. You are a legacy for this country. Your thoughts? I, I agree with that on one side. And then on the other side, I'm, I think, where they're in the helicopter and he goes, you see them VA that are running? Or the people that are running, it was their VA and he shoots. And then he says, you see them people that are standing still? And the guy shakes his head. He said, they're well-trained VA. <laughs> and right now when you're picking your enemy, I don't think we know. I, I think that everything is so distorted and there's so much disinformation out there. We can't even identify who the real enemies are, so we need to focus on finding out who our real friends and unifiers are. I agree. I agree. How do you do that? Well, if they're in the political system, they're our enemy. If <laughs> True. If they're Democrat, they're not out there for us. Um, I think that the first two years of Donald Trump's presidency will go down as the best presidency ever in the history of the U.S. I think the last two years of Donald Trump's presidency were a train wreck. And I don't blame him, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. I, I blame a lot of other people. But when you, at the end of the day, when you come to this realization, it's not about our government. Because our government is this fake platitude that we stick all these hopes and dreams in. And the truth is, our system was never meant to be that way. It's for the people, by the people, and of the people. That It's that simple. We are our own government, and we have forgotten that. That is true. We, what's the saying? We uh, band together now, or we hang hang separately later. Exactly, and that's the truth. And there's seventy over seventy five million of us. They have plenty of time to come after us one by one. Well, I'm I'm blessed to live where I live. I'm blessed to have a wonderful sheriff. Uh, I'm blessed to have a little bit of knowledge. Um, that would gain me time. Uh, but, but I think I, I don't think this is something that not any everybody can do. Uh, the truth is you've got to have your wits about you. You have to know the law and you have to know what to do next. Dive into real information. Um, look at how to survive. And, and, and people need to recognize that that's we're talking apocalyptic times. If you're if you're out, you know, hunting squirrels for food, that's apocalyptic times. In the meantime, there's a lot of things that you can do at your local level to be able to kind of insulate yourself from what's going on out here. It's hard. It's also hard to do whenever you are the only one in your family that believes that this is going on and you live in the city. Yes. Um, you know, the cities are almost designed death traps. They literally. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, when I've talked to people out here, literally where I'm from, there's a couple big cities, oh, three, four hours out. And when we talk about insurgencies, insurgencies and stuff, we're actually talking about people traveling almost like on a, like a TV show, like The Walking Dead. That's what we're waiting for. We're not important enough for the military to take over. Hell yeah. So, I want some zombies. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm muting myself. <laughs> yeah, you're a zombie fan, aren't you? <laughs> I just want to use my sword because I have a couple of swords and I want to like use them. So I figure zombies would be cool. Chop their heads off, you know? That's cool. It, it would. Um, but it, this is reality, and, and I don't think people I don't think people really realize what governments are capable of. When I talk about... I'll chop uh, some pressure. Congress people's heads off, too, at this point. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll substitute. And there's a lot of them that can just go. Right. Nancy well, Pelosi? In New Orleans, uh, Katrina, if you remember, there were people looting, there were people raping, um... And our own government, the U.S. government, came and took their guns away. 
So they left American people stranded in the middle of Hurricane Katrina uh, without their tools for survival. Um, so it's little things like that. Like if you see the military, it's probably best to hide from them at some point. Um, if you, you know, just little things like that, you got to mentally prepare for. You put people in a, in a, in a situation, an emergency situation, and you will see a vastly different person that you know as your friend. That's true. That is very true. Well, Jeremy, I appreciate you coming on the show. Final thoughts and tell us where we can find you to listen to you and your show, who you are and what you're about. Well, thank you. Uh, First and foremost, uh, I'm a family man. Uh, I've got 13 kids, some of them adopted. Uh, I'm married. You know, I'm a happy patriot. I love this country. Uh, I am a little different. I don't like any political institution. I'm apolitical. I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-corruption. If you want to listen to me, go over to ujhlive.com or spreaker.com. Unleash Jeremy Hansen. Uh, We come on Monday through Friday at five o'clock. And usually uh, you can catch me. I'm trying to listen to this and I'm trying to listen to BZ. I try to do that all over um, with my kids. But if you want to hear some of that and you want to talk to some great people in chat, come over to Spreaker Live at 5. Otherwise, you can get the podcast pretty much anywhere. Thank you. Oh, I enjoy listening to your show. Um, I like arguing with you. It's fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I want to thank both Jeremy Hansen and BZ for being guests on my show. Uh, it was a great, fun show. This ends the broadcast for me tonight, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us around my campfire. Remember to train hard. Train smart to survive, really fight, and stay alive. But America is dying. I don't see no love, no.